I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. And welcome to episode 120 of the Talking (laughs) Hockey podcast. Oh, that's awful. I bet you Eric had the clearest Eric throat. Bring, yeah, yeah, Eric probably didn't even bring his microphone to Ottawa, no. like the good one. Uh, actually, I did. Oh, okay. I just didn't have time to set it up. You so wait, you, Eric, do you straight up work in this little hallway during the day? Like this is where a desk yes. is set up and everything. Why? Oh, Why? Yeah. Why? Like what the? I have <laughs> my light. You? I have my two screens. I have my desk. I have my chair. Was I have my mouse. Was there really nothing better in this? House well, to... I couldn't do it in the room because Serena sleeps in there, and she sleeps till like eleven o'clock every day. So like, oh, like eleven you. p.m. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, like I used to. Yes. Not anymore. <laughs> yeah. Not not anymore. Quote unquote. You know, in quotations. Not anymore. Ever since I left school, basically, it's really sad. It's a sad day. Mm-hmm. All so right. Anyway, Ty, no, introduce what we're going to okay. talk about. Fine. Oh, brother. Wait, what, Luke, did you want to talk about? I was going to say, why Why are you living in Ottawa? I thought your dream was to live in Mexico in, in October of 2022. Welcome back, everyone, to the Talking Hockey Podcast. It's your favorite. Producer Luke here to remind you to follow and subscribe on whatever streaming service you use. Leave a review on Apple. Visit our website, TalkingHockeyPodcast.com. And follow us on Instagram at TalkingHockey for daily content. Now, let's get into today's episode with your favorite group of guys, Luke, Eric, Ty, and Martin. No, no, no. I'm going, I'm going to be gone from January to April. In Mexico? No, I'm multiple places. Europe, Mexico, hopefully like Costa Rica is my goal too. Damn. Europe and Mexico are pretty far away from each other. Yeah, well, my, Europe will only be a couple weeks. Mexico will be like a month. Mm. Costa Rica will hopefully be like a month, and then maybe something else thrown in there or come back. Are you going to tell your know. work this time or no? Uh, yeah, yeah, I can tell. Them. Oh, okay. <laughs> all right. Now, they don't care. now uh, Ty, you can introduce what we're talking about. Right, we had a lot that we said we were going to talk about, and I'll tell you what I remember, which was <laughs> Nathan McKinnon. Some mm-hmm. retirements. Some and... retirements. Couturier? Couturier? No, yeah, what, what else did we say? What else did uh, was on the list? I mean, he wasn't on the list. But big that's contracts. Big, big contracts. Big, big contracts. Yeah. yeah. Oh, brother. This is this is a great start. You don't start. remember? This is amazing. <laughs> this is a low-energy start here. Bro, we, we just, I, I don't know, man. Lot. Sometimes it's like, sometimes we, we have it going. This doesn't feel like one of the times <laughs> that we have it going. <laughs> <laughs> we've been, we've been off for about two months, but it's like, you know, the first week of, of the NHL season, uh, we got to get our, our, our legs back. Yeah. Us. And, and Luke, Luke said, let's take August off. And then that became August and most of September. <laughs> yeah. Well, there, there just hasn't been 
enough to there hasn't been a lot yeah there hasn't been a lot there's not like a lot going on how do you feel about the advertisements on jerseys eric oh true they're good Love the milk advertisement on the oh Leafs. Oh my god! Leafs have milk and then TikTok on their helmets. <laughs> I love it. It's so millennial, so Gen Z. Do you really want them to have like four different ads on their jerseys? <clears throat> no, I never said I wanted them to. I just said that they're gonna buy. I don't think they'll have four, but they'll by the end of the decade. Or to early next decade, they're gonna have like two or three advertisements. You think like goalie pads are gonna have? Goalie pads are gonna have yeah, like for sure. And... Goalie pads are gonna get ads. The blockers are gonna get ads. There's gonna be ads on everything. It's like it's no, like there's the no way they're gonna see league, this yeah. opportunity. They're literally just gonna see, but then I don't think they'll go full Swedish hockey league or full like you know European hockey. Who, but I think they'll who go makes like, the money? Who makes the money on the goalie goalie pad ads? Is it the goalie? Or like a split. It's the, or... it's the, it's the, the team. The goalie ain't giving shit. They're not giving shit to the goalies. Or well, not doesn't the goalie make the like the goalie makes money from like Bauer, whoever their pads are from right now, or they get them for free anyways, right? I don't think they get them for free. They're... I think that it's more like they can design them and then the team buys them, buys it for them. Okay. Yeah, I don't think they get you them know? for free. And they'll probably don't get it for free. Mm, yeah. Yeah, I think maybe, maybe at a sure discounted sure. rate. Yeah, but like they, would give. Yeah, the, the only point of my story, like everyone goes, like, "Oh, you just want to ruin hockey by ruining the jersey." That's like I don't give a shit if they have them or not. I'm just saying, there's like infinite millions of dollars in revenue that teams are throwing aside because they don't do this yet, and so they're going I mean, to do it eventually. I there were teams that decided not to, right? Like, there was like a couple teams that decided yeah. not to and some of those teams probably just couldn't get a jersey sponsor i think montreal is montreal one of them oh, montreal does montreal's one? rbc and it's so bad because oh, it's like okay, the the blue and yellow or the blue and gold and then it's like the red jerseys yeah I'm sure you got bemo really <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. So ba- I don't know. like I, I just like I think the 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 rumor was the Leafs got upwards of eight figures on their jersey deal, the milk ad or whatever for a multi-year deal or something. So it's like if even the crappy teams could get a seven-figure deal, so are they gonna you know give away ten million dollars in revenue or something like that over the course of a couple of years because? Ten twenty percent, thirty percent of fans are going to get mad about jersey ads. I don't think so. They're still going to buy just, jerseys. Do you think like that the I, jerseys I you buy at the store are going to have the ads on it? They will. Yeah. You think so? I'm pretty sure. That would look so stupid. I mean, I guess like soccer kits do. Soccer does it too. Like you know, if you get a Barcelona jersey, you get the UNICEF or whatever the hell their new sponsor is now. Like you know, all my jerseys. From soccer, all have uh, all have ads on them. Basically, some of the fake jerseys don't, which is nice. Yeah, Luke, do you, do you would you wear a jersey that says Toronto Maple Leafs milk on it? <laughs> do they do they actually sell the jersey with the advertisement on it? Oh. I don't know. I haven't. I seen would it imagine yet. that they don't sell yeah, jerseys with the advertisement on it. I yeah. I just know for soccer they do, and I think the NBA they did too, right? Do they? 
Do they? I have I no idea. Never bought. I wouldn't like. I wouldn't like wearing an ad. I don't mind them wearing an ad, but I don't like the idea of buying a jersey mm, with yeah. an ad on it myself. I don't. See I mean, you are that. by buying an Adidas yeah. jersey, but. Yeah, there's an already an Adidas ad on it. <laughs> well, it's an automatic for everyone. Yeah. That's I'm mad about ads on jerseys. There's already ads on jerseys. <laughs> there's th- so it's yeah, actually there's, the second ad that they're putting there's on. Three there. ads already on the jersey. There's the team. There's the jersey maker, and then there's the actual advertisements that they're putting on there now. And if you're Lou Lamorello, there's right? the name on the back. That's also an advertisement. Oh. That is an advertisement. That's true. For yeah. the players, it's an advertisement too. Like their brand nowadays. Like Matthews's brand, David's brand. Like Crosby's been a brand but for a long time. It'll be interesting to see like where they, because I think every team can pick where they want the ad. Right? They can have it on their chest. They can have it on the shoulders. Like there's multiple places for it. So it'll be interesting to see like how teams choose that. I guess it's more valuable to have it on the front than on the side. I'd assume. Um, but I don't actually know. I think it looks better. Like that little one right there, the milk. On the shoulder or on the chest? On the chest, like right above the pectoral. Like looks the best, in my opinion. Like don't put it anywhere else. Yeah, Yeah, I agree. agree. Like it wouldn't look so good. Like where you put it in between the numbers, are you taking away one of their already shoulder, like team advertisement there? Like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Well, moving on from jerseys, uh, do you guys want to talk McKinnon? Well, sure. hopefully, how do you feel about the McKinnon jersey? We should we should have had him on the on the podcast to to discuss the deal. Dude, he read my message and then didn't respond. I was so I was bitch. so hurt. Old I was bitch. just like, oh, sorry, I'm delete that. Like, I don't want him to busy. hear that. Um, <laughs> yeah, he's gonna listen to the podcast yeah. for sure. <laughs> Nate, you could have done a lot more than 12, what are you, 12.6? 12.6, exactly. To get Just to one, beat out Connor McDavid yeah. at 12.5. Just like, just to be a dick. Basically. I mean, I think Which that I he's, for a year. He's, yeah, for, for yeah, a couple for years. Year. Yeah. So well, he makes $800,000 more, basically. Until, until McDavid has his next contract. Yeah. Which is like four years and from until now. Matthews, Matthews, Matthews will but be the until Matthews has, yeah, and then McDavid will probably talk Matthews, I guess, right after, unless someone takes a discount there. Um, He's done Colorado a favor for the past, I guess, his whole you, career more or less. But do you guys think he? Because remember, all the reports were like, "Oh, McKinnon's going to take a discount and all this stuff." For Colorado and everything, do you think he actually ended up taking a discount, or is yeah. this basically what he yes. probably would have gone dis- regardless? No, this is a this discount. a discount. Fourteen 100%. million it would probably also be a discount. What's the most? I mean, yeah, it's probably worth like fifteen. Capita. You'd probably get value out of McKinnon even if you had if he got a max deal. I think the max deal is like sixteen something, <laughs> something like that. So. You can, no matter what deal he got, he probably would have given value. But at the same time, like, I don't think he took that much of a discount, like maybe a million dollars or something like that. I don't think Colorado was going to be handing out $14 million. They couldn't. There's no way they could. Well, yeah, they couldn't. No, No, they wouldn't have the cap space for it. So it was $14 million. If they could have or not, I didn't think, I don't think any team out there 
is giving out a $14 million deal right now. Do you guys think? Is 14 million like, the I, max? I have a hard time believing this. No, no, that's like no, 16. No, 16. Oh, like eight or something is the max right now, mm. I believe. It's, yeah, but I mean, it depends if the, if the cap keeps going up, right? Like, 20, yeah, eventually. 20. But I'm saying right now, like, I don't, I have a hard time believing that, you, like, maybe a $500,000 million discount or something. But I don't think there are any team, like, if McKinnon went to free agency. Do you think he'd be getting a fourteen million dollar deal or a fifteen be. million dollar deal? He Probably. should be, but would he? Like, is there any teams that could actually give him fifty million dollars right now? With the there's no cap space in the league. Nobody has cap space. He'd be getting more than what he got. I would guess he would get like at least thirteen. Sure. Yeah, but I don't think he'd be like like every all the reports are always going to get such a big discount and all that stuff. And then maybe he got like a million dollar, gave them a million dollar discount or something. Like, it's pretty. Big. You know what I mean? That million dollars. It's big. It's not. It's not like it wasn't worth the hundred reports that they got about how he was going to yes. get a great discount to Colorado. But that was also and like five years ago. He said that, wasn't it? Like, no, no it was like last, not like last year. Okay, He's, whatever. He said like a week ago. It's gonna be, um, in the double digits, but it's gonna be a discount. Is what he said. Which it, it still is. Yeah. No matter what. It all depends on how you look at the term discount, I guess. It is um, a discount. I don't know. I just didn't yeah. think it was worth, like, all, all the talk about how he's going to give them such a discount then became, got 12.6 instead of maybe 13.5 or something like that. Like, I don't think it was that big of a discount is all my, my take on it was. Colorado's cap situation is going to be really interesting, though, now, because now they're basically paying – the same, like, the gigantic amount to a combination of McKinnon, Landis, Cog, Renton, and McCarr, and then they're just going to have a bunch of, like, they're going to have to do what the Leafs did, basically. Which, which is just mean, give, like, Colorado's really cheap contracts to everyone else. Colorado's pretty good at that. Good thing they locked up Nachushkin long-term, right? And McCarr, didn't they? Well. They already have like, McCarr locked up for five yeah. years, I think. Yeah. Well, they got Nachushkin, what I mean is they got him locked in on, like, a lo- one of those long-term lower cap hit deals right yeah like they wouldn't have been able to jesus christ martin um, they wouldn't have been able to bring in uh cadre at uh no, no way seven any millions of dollars with this yeah. deal now like there's no way they possibly could have brought him back i think they're basically looking at it as they replaced him with a combination of like Lekkonen, um, who is the other guy? Oh, they just brought in Galchenyuk. Actually, that news just broke. That's like, a PTO, a but I mean, like, PTO. It's, he's useless. Yeah, Arizona uh, broke him useless, again. But... No, he's, he's <laughs> he was fixed and then he was broken again. I saw something about Montreal drugs did him in. <laughs> Montreal drugs gave him. Oh God! Let's just I mean, pull up that 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 graph. Can you see it? No. No, not even. One percent, first percentile for uh, NHL players. It's a little rough. I'm. If you look at their cap situation, I mean, they're gonna have some serious issues like next season too. They could. They I got mean, Byram coming up. They're really banking on Georgiev. Like people, people want to shit on the Leafs for not getting, not having a goalie. Like Georgiev was not good at all last year. Especially Colorado has this season to like put up a 
a cup winning season, then they're going to have some real fucking issues. Like they have like half their forward corps going to UFA and then they have Bowen Byram coming up as well. And he's going to want like the Sam Gerrard contract or more, which is like $5 million. They're probably going to have to get rid of Sam Gerrard. Yeah. And then that's, I mean, that's why they shouldn't have gotten Josh Manson to begin with. Like that should have just been like, go, go run your top four of McCarr, Gerrard, Taves and Byram. But now Byron's probably going to be a casualty of Josh Manson, it looks like. Like we talked about in the offseason with uh, like jo- not being able to sign Kadri because of Josh Manson, it's really going to – it looks like it's going to end up being Bowen Byron. That's the casualty of it mm-hmm. going into next year. What did you guys think about like all the giant contracts giving out the 8 by 8 to everybody, literally everybody this summer? It's a- I find it weird. That that's how the NHL's gone, to be honest. Like it's complete turn. And now we'll be back after a word from our sponsors. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is the deal. Each week, you'll hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage all the way to the we-just-hit-a-million-orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash specialoffer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash specialoffer. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, Quick strategic thinking is crucial, and with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown, and through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And now we'll get back into the show. The first one that kind of changed it was like Pasternak and then Drysidle and then, you know, locking them up to the locking up your RFAs who are young players to those long term deals, no more bridging them to UFA. 
and then um, having to pay them. Yeah. You pay them. McKinnon, Pasternak right kind of established the six by six deal. Yeah. Right. And then like it became give like your the, young stars, yeah. even if they've, you know, 60 point guys, 30 goal scorers, whatever, even, you know, Tarasenko got 7.5 at the time, which was really big. And this was back in 2015, I want to say. And that was a big contract at the time that people were like, whoa, okay. So it actually took quite a long time for the young stars to get back to that level that Tarasenko hit after his ELC, basically. But I think if you think about smarter, it. I think that's because teams realize like spending on unrestricted free agents is the worst way to spend your cap space, right? It's all about developing your draft picks and locking them up long term for their productive years. When a player turns 30, you just look at it and say, you know, let's say they have five years left in their deal. You say, oh, well, you know, 31 to 32 is probably going to be okay. But 33, mm-hmm. 34, 35, they're borderline unplayable, right? Well, it's, that's interesting because in the McKinnon contract ends at him become him. He's what, 27 now? I want to say, yeah, he's 27. So his contract takes him to 35 now. Yeah. And I mean, you think, which actually be... isn't that old. He's not, so when you look at players' development curves, though, like 27 is, you know, I guess the players' peaks these days are what, 22, 23, 24? Yeah, McKinnon's right? already peaked, most yeah, likely. Yeah, he's peaked. There's no, there's no, McKinnon went off maybe two years ago, right? Two or three years ago is when he became, you know, superstar level now. He's not going to get better than he is there's no further development you can foresee in his game at age 27 and yeah 27 28 29 30 31 32 right you, you're not going to expect any drop in production but once you get to that 33 34 35 unless you're like crosby which you know he's probably at that level that crosby was but you know do you think he's still going to put up like you know art ross winning or Hart trophy winning years i mean yeah, I mean, I guess McKinnon, the thing is, the difference between Crosby and McKinnon is McKinnon relies way more on his speed than Crosby. Right, that's, and that's a problem. Crosby's like the and best grinder you'll be ever find. Yeah. Crosby will get the puck out of the corner and battle in there. He's a, he's a grinder, more or less, right? Like McKinnon's a literally a grinder. power forward slash speedster speed. all yeah. in one. Yeah, with like elite hands and every, like everything. So McKinnon right? losing his So step? it's like... That's worrying. That's the worrying part, because if McKinnon loses this stuff, like that's his huge advantage. It's like it's like McDavid. Like McDavid, one of the things McDavid needs to do as he gets older is change his game up, right? Like he can't keep relying on his speed forever, because it's like you know once he's like thirty one, thirty two, that speed isn't going to be there to that extent most likely anymore. So it'll be interesting to see how he changes his game. Crosby never needed to really changes game much like yeah he was a lot faster when he was 24 but he was never mcdavid level speed he was never mckinnon level speed he was never like based off of the speed game so mckinnon could probably age in this contract a lot worse than which i mean is to say like what he's putting up now like 100 points a season let's say Uh, would you still be paying him you know would you still be wanting to be paying him five years down the road and he puts up like 80 points, 75 points, 12.5 million? I don't think McKinnon's hit 100 points yet, has he? If I'm not mistaken. I don't know. I mean, he might have been on pace, but I don't think he's ever actually hit 100 points. Well, let's just say, you know, top two, top three player in the league, right? In five years, do you still think he's going to be that way? 
No, he's he's not going to be a top five player in three or four years. I don't think he's a top five player right now, to be honest. But well, that's besides I the point. I think that's I, I do. <laughs> I think that's silly to say he's not. Mm. McKinnon. Okay. Okay. Oh, so David Matthews. David Matthews. McDavid, Matthews, McCarr, Drysaddle. No way. You think Drysaddle? Okay, better maybe than McKinnon. McKinnon. Yeah, McKinnon's. I think, I think McKinnon's better than Drysaitel. Zach Hyman. Mm. Zach Hyman, of course. Nazem Kadri. Michael Bunting. Michael Yo, Bunting. Yeah. I think Michael McKinnon. Bunting. Michael Bunting might win the Calder this year. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, Shosturkin. That's a goal. Uh, if I think you want to count goalies. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's hard with goalies. Them. I was thinking he was going to end up like six or seven or something like that when I was thinking about it. But yeah, he's probably four, number five. And is Shushkirkin even the best goalie? That's just too difficult to determine. He is. Uh, He just had the best goalie season in recent NHL history. So it's him and then Vasilevsky. Yeah, but he He could come out next year. Would you be surprised if Shushkirkin isn't, like he's not even a top three goalie next I would time. be shocked if he wasn't. I'd be pretty surprised. Maybe not top three, but if he's not top five, I'd be pretty surprised. I think. I think that I, there's someone on Twitter that I saw that it was like, there's like seven good goalies in the league. And if you don't have one of those seven goalies. Yeah. Then it's, it's really just a crapshoot. Yeah. It's a crapshoot. It's crap like Shosturkin, Vasilevsky, Halyabuk, Saros. Demko. Demko. Demko, maybe. I mean, we still need a little Demko's bit more. Demko's great. I think Demko's Demko. really good. Saros you know. only has, what, one year? No, Saros has mul- he's been multiple years as being elite now. This is like his third or fourth year. No, but like as I'd the say. number one executing. No, he was, he's was. he been the number one for three years now. Tech Arena hasn't been number one in a while. Um it's really those guys. I can't think of any other goalies, really. Um, maybe. Uh, no, last year was his else? first game, first year being the full-time number one, Eric. He's like always he putting... been number one. He was just splitting. He It was just a split. It was like 50, 30, or 45, 40, you know, like that, that type of split for the last yeah. two years, at least. Yeah. But last year, you literally put up 67 games which is like yeah what they're get, what they're get, re- get what they're really what they're really saying like with that is there's only like five goalies that you would put out there 65 games in the year and be like yeah you're going out 65 because we rely on you and it's fair enough not very many fair enough maybe <laughs> mark has been pretty consistent the last oh, couple of years but, mark Shum's Shum's yeah, but he's it's like eh, he forgot how to stop a puck in the playoffs, I don't, right? I yes. don't really, I don't really think he's like the guy that I would consider consistent. So it's really just those guys. After that, you know, like Minnesota's goaltending could be Ottawa level bad next year, and I, nobody would be surprised. You know what I mean? Like it can just completely fall. So I agree with Ty on that part. But anyways, we're getting into a separate conversation here. The interesting part about the contracts that I thought was that most of the time when those young players got those big deals. They were showing like they had already had breakout seasons, whereas a lot of these guys now are getting these big that's ass what, contracts. That's what I found even weird. Have even somewhat of a breakout season, like Tim exactly. Stutzla, what fifty points last year, got eight by eight. 
mm-hmm. almost 8.5 by 8. Like Tarasenko put up a point per game 40 goal year, then got his 7.5 times 8 or whatever deal. You know? Even, yeah. you know, Jordan Cairo just put up a, what almost is- a point per game year. Robert Thomas, you know, those guys put up 70 point years and then got their 8 by 8s. Tim Stutzla got his 8 by 8 with a 50 point year. Well, what Tage Thompson was point per game this year, eh? Right, yeah. That was. that was that one is kind of shocking. Tage Thompson was the most ridiculous. Did we not have a podcast episode after that no. deal that time? Holy fuck! I don't think so. Jesus, we could have spent a whole episode talking about that ridiculousness. What the fuck was that? Tage Buffalo, Thompson man. got what seven million? Did how much did he get? Did he get seven, seven million dollars? Yeah, seven. Seven? seven, just seven, seven something. I don't no, know. 7.14. seven point one four, seven point one four million dollars for Tage Thompson because he had one good year after being like the worst player in the NHL the year yeah, before. He was borderline, like he looked like he was coming out of the league. Multiple he probably times, yes. he didn't belong in the league last year. He like before literally actually. didn't belong in the league. But sorry, yeah, I meant like you know the season before this past one. Like, he did not belong in the league. And then they're just like, okay, let's lock him up now. Now for eight years at $7.1 million. That was the most, that was probably the most ridiculous deal of the offseason. You know how I had, like, Buffalo's GM in the top, like, 12 or something like that in my GM rankings? Like, that, just drop him down, like, 10 places for that deal alone. But it could be sick. That's, but that's what they're hoping. No, like, it seems I don't like they're think it could be sick. be sick. I don't think it could be sick because even if he hits this he year, like, let's 24. say he has six. Let's say he has he hits sixty five points next year. Mm-hmm. That's not a sick deal at seven point one million dollars. That's an okay deal. That's like mm-hmm. fine. You're like okay, good. He made up his contract at most. <coughs> yeah, uh, Tim Sutzler is good at one thing and one thing only. Being diving. German. What is that, Ty? Oh, diving. $8 million for a member of Germany's Olympic diving team is pretty steep, if you ask me. <laughs> Guys, hey man, we've, we've, we've heard that joke. We've heard that joke four weeks ago, I believe it was. <laughs> yeah, I know. We heard that joke. We heard that joke every day for the last month. <laughs> <laughs> every single time. All the time last season, too. Okay, but come on. It's a, it's a joke. I'm just saying. It's, it's, it's a uh, joke. I'm saying you repeated it a little bit too much. I didn't repeat it on the podcast. That was a private joke. Um, are we going to get to his retired players or what? Oh, yeah. This morning there was a retirement news. Back to back to back. It was like that time mm-hmm. when Steven Stamkos oh, signed the one that for deal. One deals came? <laughs> yeah, the one for one. Taylor Hall got traded and then Subban for Weber got traded in the span of 20 minutes. But this morning, yeah. Zidane Chara retired. Uh, Keith Yandel retired, and then PK Subban retired within like ten minutes of each other. So obviously, Chara goes to the Hall of Fame. Yeah. Do P- does PK Subban? No. It's no. hard. No. He's he's won one Norris Trophy. That's it. Yeah, he wasn't good for medal. long enough. King Clancy on the bench. Yeah. On the bench. Yeah, he was in the. He did date Lindsey Vaughn. Oh, so 
Yeah, that, that's, 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 he so. goes in my Hall of Fame, that's for sure. PK PK retired because he could make more money in commentary than he was going to get. Well, in also job, his back is sure. broken. Exactly, he didn't want to hurt himself so, anymore. Wanted to, and he can make bank reports, in commentary. I, he definitely can, but I re- also read the reports that he basically said the only teams he wanted to go play for was Montreal on a one-year deal or Toronto, apparently. And if he didn't get those, then once those were like not going to happen completely, then he announced his retirement. Why not Ottawa? If you're going to say those two, like that seems I don't weird. Know. Probably because like would anyone want to play in Ottawa? And nobody wants to play in Ottawa. Literally, like, you could like commute um, from Montreal to Ottawa. As I'm living in like, Ottawa. <laughs> there's, 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 there's two things in Ottawa, Eric, and Justin Trudeau, and neither of those things are very enticing. Uh, I don't know. The Eric part seems pretty enticing. Yeah, I'd have to say. But oh my god! Uh, okay, can you pause the podcast for a second? No. Did you see that they're <laughs> dropping the COVID vaccine requirement September thirtieth to come into Canada? I didn't even know it was still Ooh, right, before the, right before the baseball right before the baseball playoffs. Okay, <laughs> that's, yeah. that's wild. Oh no! <laughs> Aaron Judge is allowed in. Like, 10 players like no 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 like each team has like each team has at least a couple yeah there was a lot of baseball players yeah anyway that's interesting it's all the homophobic and we're back (laughs) don't forget to cut this one out luke (laughs) (laughs) oh yeah until here luke cut until here that was like i'm not gonna wear the pride flag on it was like 10 players on tampa yeah yeah, it was, it was ten, 10 players. players on because it was a pride yeah. jersey or something. Yeah, it? it was a pride hat. That is it was the a pride most colored ridiculous thing I've ever heard. There was like ten pitchers being like, "This is our faith. This is our choice. We're not going to do yeah. it." And there's baseball. multiple of them all on the same team. Man, yes. like that is baseball's pretty, pretty deep south people, like central, and like they're just kids that grew up playing baseball, and that's what they know and. You know, <laughs> so, yeah, but to like care that much that they're like, no, oh, those people care a lot about their religion. Protest? That's how the oh Republican Party lives. <laughs> That's why, why do you think they're not vaccinated? <laughs> it's a pretty small, it's a, it's, a, it's a Venn diagram and it contains the same people. Yes. <laughs> what about, um, does Yandel, Yandel does Yandel hold the longest amount of games played consecutively? He, oh, he they scratched him. Yeah, he does. Then they scratched. He still holds it, but he does. So he still holds it. They just anymore. broke his record. Yeah, he's not down. That yet. was like the number one dialogue I saw with him. Is like, oh, you like the Flyers force him into retirement. He, they should just let him play those last fourteen games. Terrible franchise. Yeah, they're gonna suck anyways. Yeah. <laughs> Might as well. Um, he could. He's good buddies with like Whitney or something, isn't he? So he could probably step into a job at Barstool. Well, he was on he was on Spitting Chicklets where he announced it. Apparently, like that's yeah. what I saw. Like, oh really? Mm-hmm. But he also kind of sucked the past few years. Well, he's he's a points guy, right? Like he's a points defenseman, and if he's not getting points, yeah, and he's... he isn't even like, and he isn't even a points defenseman anymore. Like at exactly. his peak. He was a points defenseman. But I always even argued this. Like, every team stapled him on the power play, and he'd get a bunch of power play points. But he was never actually, like, a good power play player. Like, he actually 
negatively impacted most of the power plays that he was on. And I always found that like really funny because it's like this, this weird opposites where the players getting a ton of power play time, getting a ton of power play points, he's getting a ton of power play points because he's on the power play on the first power play, getting those points besides, beside, you know, actually elite players. So it was always like this weird conundrum where I was like, if you put Yandel on the power play, you're going to make it worse. But he also, it was just the weirdest, like, Keith Yandel for the last decade has been a really odd player, basically. Last, like, seven years. Yeah, wasn't he just, like, a a power play merchant? He was just a power play specialist. Every coach would give him, like, the easiest minutes they possibly could, and he'd still get destroyed in them. He wouldn't put up many offenses. time in Florida, he was literally just raking in power play points with Huberto and yeah, I, I drafted him in fantasy all the time. Yeah, he just rakes <laughs> yeah. points in <laughs> all the time. He got tons of points, and then he would shoot a fair bit and all that other stuff. Like he was a good fantasy player. It's just like a real life defenseman. Like he was completely misused, basically, because he wasn't even you know he he could play on the power play, but he didn't make it any better. He honestly yeah. make it made it worse if you look at the numbers a lot of the time. So he was a really weird player. Do you think he? Do you think if a player holds the long an Ironman streak, like the record for it, he deserves to be in the Hall of Fame for that record no, alone? No, 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 no. Like does Andrew Cogliano deserve to be in the Hall of Fame? Almost more than that. Yandel, because yeah, Cogliano has a cup. <laughs> yeah, but Cogliano smacked the ref with a stick or something. Didn't he? he, he like, Cogliano's I think that was like an accident. And yeah, it was an accident. It was, but you think the refs were going to let the player like that? But also, like sketchy. Cogliano had his had an Iron Man streak snap because he got suspended. He got suspended. He, like, yeah. he got like a dirty hit from behind or something. He got suspended for like two games. But it wasn't even bad. It was like a nothing hit. Like it wasn't even one of the worst hits. Yeah, I don't like think there. it was like deserving. It was a Brendan Brendan Brandon Shanahan suspension, not a not a George Paris suspension. Yeah, I I remember that like watching that video and then like watching another video like a video comparing hits that year that weren't suspended. And there was like yeah. literally three worst hits earlier that year that didn't and get any. Anytime you do that, it just frustrates you because you're just like, there's 18 hits that didn't get the suspension, but then they randomly give it to this one dude. I remember like every Leafs fan was making a big deal about it for Matthews last season. Yeah, literally though. Um, well, he was on his goal scoring tear. And like, I remember seeing that hit going like, yeah, he could, he should get suspended for that. But I can also point to 30 other hits that nothing ever happened. So it's like, what the fuck? Not that, you know, anyways, it, it's, if you look, watch those, you're just going to get eternally frustrated with it. But yes, uh, to Ty, your point, Eric, what did... Cogliano mm-hmm. has a better case to, for the Hall of Fame. And his case is still not high. Like it shouldn't. Didn't Keith Yandel hit a thousand games though? Yeah. He's at 1100 games. Uh... There you go. There's also that. No, fuck. No. (laughs) (laughs) He's literally won nothing. Like, Cogliano's, uh, not Cogliano. Like, Phil Kessel, I think, would have a good shot. Kessel's won two cups. Yeah. Two cups of Iron Man Street. He also had a con smite rod from him by Crosby because people just like Crosby more. (laughs) That too. Yes. That first cup run, he deserved it. Everyone knows it. 
true. Anyways, that's just my point. That's my uh, thing. But anyways, Ty, what do you think about the, did you hear the news about uh, Liljegren and Sandine? No. Oh, that so, they offered them uh, the same thing, and then they were hoping that they'd they take it, and the same Timothy deal. took it, and yeah. Sandine's like, no, I want Ethan Bear. What did he, what did he, who did he compare himself to? Uh, I don't, I didn't read anything about him comparing himself to anyone. I only just read that, uh, he basically him and like you said, him and Lilligren got offered the exact same deals and Lilligren took it. Sandine was like, nah, fuck that. I'm not surprised. This, this Sandine situation's really taking me off. Cause I really think someone should offer sheet him. Like it's showing how dumb the NHL is with offer yeah. sheets that no one is. Cause he's so like, like he's, he's good. an NHL worthy defenseman. Oh, one hundred percent. Probably kind of risky though. Year. I think the issue is for the Leafs and why they can't like why they're having an issue signing Sandine is because there's so many players that like sign deals this off season that are comparables to him. When you yeah, when you look at Sandine comparables, like it's like Sean like Sean Jersey, Mikey Anderson, who played more minutes than him. Yeah. Got one point seven million, as an example. Mikey Anderson got one point two when he was playing first line minutes with Drew Doughty last year. Yeah, right. Same age, similar similar um, play style, um, and then Lilligren. There were a couple other ones that were just you know defensemen signing like Val Mackey. Yeah, Val Mackey played you know seventy games last year. He got. Let me see here. What did he get? I think one point. I think he also got like one point five million. Ethan Bear. Ethan Bear got a little bit more. He got in two million range. But do you think like that's what's holding it up? No, I think it's more that Sandine thinks that he doesn't have a spot on the defense right now because you have Riley on your lefty. You have Riley Muzzin. But then that has nothing to do with his contract. What is he saying? Like pay me more? He wants. Or... He wants. No. No. He wants to be like guaranteed minutes. Guaranteed. But does he minutes. really? Yeah. Or he wants to play like top four minutes, guaranteed top four minutes. He's not going to get it because I doubt they drop Muzzin to third pair. Even though, looking at last season, that's kind of where he belonged. But mm-hmm. you know, but Ethan they also Bear only got a, two million dollars. By the way, they don't need a guy like Rasmus Sandin in their top four. They do. He's good. I think they do. He's really they good. Don't and really really ha- like the Leafs really don't have any puck moving defensemen anymore. Like it's just Morgan Riley. Well, Lil- Lilligren's pretty four. good at it, I think. Uh, yeah, and then Lilligren and Sandine is what I'm is what I'm just trying to say. Like Justin Hole isn't really doing it anymore. Muzzin ain't it anymore. Uh, who else? Brody. Brody's decent. Yeah. Yeah, but he's not really a good puck moving defenseman anymore. Like they need Sandine and Lilligren. Like, they absolutely need Lilligren and Sandin to work out for their cap situation. And they needed them to take, like, the actual deals that they were worth, not, like, hold out like this. Like, they need, like, how much cap space do the Leafs have right now? They have negative. Right? That's a dump. Negative cap space. Yeah. And they haven't signed Sandin yet. Like, they need him at 1.4, 1.5, max, like, $1.7 million, basically. So. They're in a tough spot, but also I don't think like since a since a offer sheet clearly isn't coming through, 
they might just be able to push it to the season and Sandy is going to be like, okay, I'm either not getting paid or I'm taking this deal sort of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, any like, other do, topics? Do you, you think you, I could see him not playing this year, to be honest, like. You can see him yeah. sitting out the whole year. Well, if you make it to December 1st or whatever, you, that's, that's the limit. Like you're done though. Yeah, I mean, I don't. I mean, I think we're a long way from December first. There's still like Jason Robertson that doesn't have a contract yet. Either. Yeah, that's true. He does, and that's like a way bigger freaking deal, because their owner was that's like, "I don't deal. want to pay young kids." Right? He, their owner actually came out and was like, "Not nah, the I don't stupidest want to pay thing about anymore. that is Jason Robertson out, out of these young kids that got weird deals this summer." Is the one is that the deserves best. a huge deal because he's actually fucking worth it. Like it's proven worth it. He has two years in a row of being sick. So no. has he been signed? No. No. Damn. How has he not been offer sheeted? Oh, that nobody has any cap space. Yeah, exactly. Oh, You'd have to probably the picks. Oh, they need like go. nine or ten million dollars, I guess. If Stitzler well, gets up. eight, how does Jason Robertson? I think that just means like it's the 11. end of the show, boys. Eric, right. uh, Eric disappeared. Uh, um, Eric. What else was there to talk about? I think that was the three yeah, topics that we wanted to it. talk about, right? We're just gonna call it. All right. Well, thanks everyone yep. for tuning in to our retirement conversation and conversation about McKinnon. Uh, I promise we'll we'll be high energy again soon. Uh, it's the summer legs. This is the preseason. So yeah. uh, we'll be back We're soon. Pre-preseason still, so we yeah. got time. Ty yeah. uh, is playing volleyball all summer or all winter yeah. on Wednesdays, though. So um, it's a Tuesday night thing. So the recording's a Tuesday night thing or, or volleyball? It's a Tuesday. Recording's a Tuesday night. Thing. Yeah, it should, we'll we'll probably be recording a little bit differently as right. we go forward. All right. Oh, goodbye, Eric's everybody. trying to come back, so no, we're no, stop. no, goodbye. All right, Get bye. Get Get Thank you, everyone, for tuning into this week's episode. We love and appreciate each listener that sticks around to the end. With that comes reminders to leave a review, press follow on those streaming platforms, and make sure to head over to Instagram to follow Talking Hockey. We're on the road to 30K, and we can't wait to continue to build our audience. Luke, Eric, Ty, and Martin signing off. We'll see you all next week.